0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. To Juvenile Beltway Sniper, I'm Michelle Morello. New
1: information this morning about what apparently led to Tuesday's local double stabbing at Metro Center. D.C. school kids now have more time to get their mandatory vaccinations. This is Kyle Cooper. Fed suggesting a raise in those interest rates again. Wall Street tanks. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
2: I'm Erin Rubin in New York. A redacted affidavit released Friday said former President Donald Trump took classified national security documents from the White House.
1: I'm Tom Foti. It runs more than 30 pages, but most of it is black ink or toner.
2: A quick line on the affidavit just released by the Justice Department. The
1: affidavit that was used to get that warrant to search ex-president Donald Trump's Florida estate.
0: Still,
2: there is a good deal of
0: information here.
2: And it looks like a lot of what we're
0: seeing in this case is the negotiation. is the National Archives saying to the former president, we really need this information.
1: Legal analyst Jessica Levinson of Loyola Law.
2: After the release, Trump's legal team filed a supplement to his lawsuit asking again for the appointment of a special master to go over the seized records. Wall Street did not respond well to hints by the Fed that higher interest rates are coming. Marilyn Cohen is with Envision Capital. When he's warned of some pain ahead to, in order to bring down inflation, the stock market basically tried to desperately front run that, meaning that they tried to get, get ahead of it and it was uh, it was a selling panic. The Dow ended the day down over a thousand points. New warnings to college students about monkeypox. Meg Oliver reports.
0: Hofstra University in Hempstead New York is prepared for monkeypox if it arrives here in the
1: fall. Our team has practiced this we're ready for this and this is what we do every day.
0: Executive Director of Student Health Services, Rob Stahl, says they've ramped up cleaning and disinfectant protocols to help stop the spread. The good news is that monkeypox is
1: not like COVID and that it is not as easily spread. It is not spread through small droplets. It really requires much more prolonged contact.
2: A Texas-based oil company will pay millions after pleading guilty to causing an offshore pipeline leak near Los Angeles. It occurred last
1: October. Tourists couldn't go to the beach. Ocean was damaged. It was horrible for everyone down here. An oil pipeline leak off the Southern California coast. People stayed away, impacting those who own businesses on the beach. Now Amplify Energy and two subsidiaries have agreed to a settlement. Huntington Beach business owners are happy.
2: $13 million in fines, REQUIRING ALL KINDS OF CONDITIONS. THE AGREEMENT ALSO
1: REQUIRES A NEW LEAK DETECTION SYSTEM. STEVE FUTTERMAN, CBS NEWS.
2: Fears of fighting near a Ukrainian nuclear plant has prompted the government to dole out iodine pills. Potassium iodine tablets help protect the thyroid in nuclear emergencies. Pills were being given out to people who live within a 30-mile radius of the plant. This is CBS News.
1: In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up.
2: Don't give up. Don't ever give up.
1: Join the V Foundation team. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now at V.org. WTOP at 203. And a good Saturday morning, August 27th. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it mostly cloudy, muggy, a possible shower before daybreak. 60s and 70s for the low. We're at 75 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you, and Dean Lane. We appreciate you taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we we're looking at for you this Saturday morning. The then 17-year-old convicted of taking part in the Beltway sniper killing several years ago wins an appeal this week of his sentence in Maryland.
0: In a 4-3 ruling, the Maryland Court of Appeals found Lee Boyd Malvo's current sentence of multiple life terms without parole unconstitutional. New laws impacting the 8th Amendment say such sentences are cruel and unusual punishment unless the juvenile is found to be incorrigible or hopelessly incapable of remorse and rehabilitation. As the sentencing judge in 2002 didn't make such statements about the teen, the appeals court ruled the circuit court should re-sentence Malvo. But even if he were to get a lighter sentence, it probably won't see him free in this lifetime. Malvo's already serving multiple life sentences in Virginia and his Maryland sentence would begin after those are served. Michelle Morello, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 204. Police have ID'd the suspect this week wanted in connection to a fatal shooting in a Hyattsville food court mall happening on August 18th. Now they say they just need to find him. Prince George's County has officially this week charged 33-year-old Stephen Edwards uh, Jones of Washington, D.C. He's accused of killing 20-year-old Darian Herring of Hyattsville. Police say the shooting apparently occurred after an argument between the two men at the mall at Prince George's. The Hyattsville man was pronounced dead at the food court at the mall there by police after shots rang out. A $25,000 reward is being offered this morning for information leading to an arrest in the case. 205 on WTOP. A bomb threat at Howard University on Friday forced students in two residence halls there to evacuate
0: the second threat at the school just this week. The bomb threat targeted Howard University's east and west towers on the main campus. D.C. police and the university's Department of Public Safety evacuated students and conducted a search before giving the all
2: clear. We are well positioned uh, to effectively address all threats.
0: Now totaling eight so far this year. Marcus Lyles, the university's chief of police, says he's confident Howard is well-equipped to reinforce safety measures.
2: It takes a village, and our community has come together.
0: The university's president issued a statement saying, in part, quote, we require extra resources directed towards solving this ongoing threat and bringing those who perpetrate its negative effects to full justice under the law. Melissa Howell, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 2.06 on your Saturday morning. New this morning, we're learning more here at WTOP about what led to this week's Tuesday stabbing of a man and woman on a platform at Metro Center Station. According to charging charging documents this week, the man and woman are a couple, and they say that Antoine Turner made unwanted romantic moves toward the woman. That led to an argument, apparently, which escalated, and Turner pulled out his knife, stabbed the man, and cut the woman. The man is still hospitalized in critical condition this weekend. Metro Transit police arrested Turner the next day at his job at Sweet Green Restaurants on I Street Northwest. Now, for his part, Turner told police that he only said hello to the woman and that the man became aggressive, telling him that she was his girl. Turner says he stabbed the two in self-defense because he was afraid he was going to be attacked. The first day of fall classes for D.C. public schools students next week on Monday, but Friday, D.C. school officials pushed back the timeline for students to actually get required vaccinations, including against COVID. Younger students grades pre-k through fifth grade have until October 11th and older students grades 6 through 12 have until November 4th to get their regular vaccinations done or be asked not to come to school. All students now have until January 3rd to get a COVID vaccination. D.C. Deputy Mayor for Education Paul Kine. This is the best way we think we can ensure enforcement for the first time in years of our routine pediatric immunization which is so critical to school health uh, along with complying with uh, council legislation on COVID-19. About 28,000 D.C. students are not up to date on routine vaccinations. About 15% of students between 12 and 15 are not up to date with their COVID shots. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And heads up from WTOP, we're told this change applies to all D.C. public and charter schools. (coughs) (coughs) Cough
2: and cold season is here.